Hi, I'm Simon Theakston, and welcome to the 2021 Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. The way the global obsession with the crime genre continues to grow year on year is simply astonishing, and this year's long list proves the remarkable talent on offer in crime writing from legends of the craft to eager-eyed newcomers. The short list is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award, and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar, because they say an Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. I'll tell you why if you come to the festival in July. Good health. Hello, I'm Joe Haddo, and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long Listees, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with title sponsor Theakston's Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by the New York Times bestselling author, Brian McGilloway. Hello, Brian. Welcome. Morning. Thank you for having me. How are you? Oh, it's our pleasure. I'm doing, I would say, a seven out of ten. Brian, today. How are you? Yeah, probably about the same, actually. I think that's as much as any of us can hope for at the moment. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Seven's become the new ten <laughs> in this last 12 months. And how how have they been for you? Uh, have you found that you're able to write? Have you been reading? Is everything been okay? Yeah, I, 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 kind of strangely. Um, I mean, in some ways, obviously, it's very difficult to kind of miss people, and particularly with books. You kind of miss meeting up with colleagues and friends. Um, but at the same time, the kind of introverted part of me has been quite content being able to sit at home. Um, I have got a bit of writing done. I've caught up on a lot of reading that I, that I wanted to get caught up on. Um, and because I'm a teacher, we've kind of continued to be working anyway. Hmm. Um, so we've been either teaching online or else in school or actually a mixture of the two. Um, so it's, it's been disruptive, uh, definitely. But yeah, I mean, it's we're, we're all here and healthy and, and that's that's to be celebrated and to be grateful for. So absolutely right. Sort of all we want to ask for at the moment, really, yeah. isn't it? So uh, and congratulations on, on being long listed. The book that we're talking about that's on the list is The Last Crossing, uh, which is a standalone thriller. So have you have you enjoyed your break from Ben Devlin? Yeah, this was a story I've, I've had in mind for a while, um, and I couldn't quite work out how to tell it, uh, and had thought about it as a stage play and as a screenplay, and had tried out different things. Um, and, and it wasn't, I suppose when I sit down to write a book, I don't consciously think I'm going to write a devil or I'm going to write a Lucy or whatever else. It's just whatever story is in my head that, that I need to get out of my head to be able to think about other things again. Um, and this was the story that, that that was in my head a couple of years back, and it was a probably a slower um, movement towards publication than for any of the other books uh, because it was a standalone and, and partly, I think, because of the subject matter. Hmm. Um, it, it took a wee while to, to find a home for it. Uh, so it's, yeah, but it, it's a book that I, I feel very kind of protective of almost because of that um, and, yeah. and because it was a little bit different from all the others. Well, it is. And and, and the story centres around three friends that we reunited after 30 years. Yeah. Can you just tell us a little bit more, maybe just set this story up for those that haven't read it? Yeah, the, the idea for it is that um, three friends 30 years earlier were part of a kind of a terror cell. Um, and they killed the fourth member of the cell and buried him in a woodland outside Glasgow um, and then have decided 
um, 30 years later for political reasons, have been sent back uh, to the woodland for the first time to try to remember where they buried the body. Um, they haven't seen one another in 30 years. They've all kind of moved on with their lives in a way. Um, and what I was interested in with the book was looking at how each of them had reconciled themselves to the act of violence that they had committed. So it's not a whodunit um, in any way. You know who did it. It's the opening page of the book. Uh, is them doing it? <laughs> no spoilers. Uh, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah, but, but but it's more about the kind of the, the why and the consequences of that. I was really interested just in looking at the consequences of violence on those who commit it as opposed to those on whom it is, uh, it's, it's visited. Hmm. And there's so much recent Irish history woven into this story as well. Um, was that an important part of this story for you when you were writing it? Yeah, I mean, and again, it was possibly one of the reasons why this one took a little bit longer to, 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 to find a home, was that a lot of people who, very good friends and people that I really trust, kind of said, look, don't, no, you shouldn't be writing a Northern Irish story. Hmm. Um, but I mean, I think the, the the story is about kind of we're here now. How did we get here? What led to here? And where do we go from here? Um, and, and that to me is kind of where Northern Ireland is at the minute. Um, we are kind of post the, the post the peace, uh, the, the peace process and the Good Friday Agreement. There was this kind of sense of, right, we need to move on now. We need to look forward. We need to try to move ahead. Um, but at the same time, there has to be. I suppose, a, an awareness of looking back to work out how did we get to where we began. Um, and to me, the crime novel is the perfect format for that because crime novels tend to begin at the end of something. Um, they, they, they begin at the end of someone's life um, and then they have to, you, the, while the story moves forward, the novel's constantly looking backwards to try to work out how did we get to where the book began. Um, and, and that's what I kind of wanted to do with this book. And so I used, there's a, a thing in it called concatenation where the last line of one chapter becomes the first line of the next chapter. And the first line of the book is the last line of the book. Um, and it was that idea about kind of the, to move forward, there has to be a kind of a reconciliation with the past as well. Yeah. And will the next book be or see the return of a character you've written before, do you think, or do you not know yet? Well, the new, um, I have a new Devlin out um, just last month. Um, oh, fantastic. Yeah, the first nine years, actually, it kind of seemed a bit strange. Um, <laughs> and I've just finished uh, another book, which is a complete standalone again. Um, and the, the, the characters of The Last Crossing, it's a totally self-contained story. Uh, and it was always intended as a self-contained story. And yeah. it was really enjoyable actually writing a story going, I don't need to worry about the consequences <laughs> of anything I do here. It's not that I'm going to have to live with them in the next book or anything. This, this not going to have to go back and check a few details. No, Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I'm dreadful at that, particularly with the Devlin books. I keep forgetting what ages his children are. I have to keep her come back and try to work out right, where would they be now? Uh, so, so there was something kind of freeing about just going into a world where they're, they're all, all bets were off. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is very freeing. Um, and how how did it feel to hear that you'd been long listed for you know the, the biggest crime, uh, the biggest award in crime fiction, um, especially after this year that we've we've all had? Absolutely thrilled. Um, I was very fortunate in that the second Devlin book, um, Gallows Lane, was shortlisted uh, a lifetime ago. Um, yeah. Now, um, <laughs> And I mean, the, the, the Thiexton's Old Peculiar Crime Writing Festival is a highlight of the year for all crime writers. Um, and it's just lovely even just to, to kind of meet readers and to meet one another and have a chance to catch up with one another. 
Um, and I mean, every year, particularly the award, such a guide to kind of the, the books maybe that I had missed during the year that I would want yeah. to pick up on. So to be to be among that that list this year is just such an honour. And you said you you know you've managed to catch up on a on a bit of reading. Have you read some of the other authors and, and books that are, that are long listed along with you? Uh, well, I don't know what's on the long list oh. at, the, at the minute, <laughs> uh, so I'm not sure. I, I would imagine I have. It's been a bit of a bumper year uh, for crime writing, um, and I've been involved in a lot of uh, kind of online festivals. So I have been doing a lot of reading this year anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, you've already mentioned, you know, the, the the buzz of Harrogate, the fact that it's a place for all crime writers to get together and catch up and everything. You know, what else will you, have you missed about Harrogate, and, and what are you looking forward to when we can get back there and all be together again? Um, I, I suppose just that that opportunity to see people, the the kind of sitting at night. I mean, the panels are great, and and yeah. and hearing about other writers and hearing about their experiences, but also just the the, the chance to sit with friends. Um, I mean, I uh, went a few years back. Um, my my dad passed away, um, and I brought my mum over with me just to kind of I suppose uh, lift her spirits a little bit and, and to try to kind of uh, was help her along and the kindness of the other writers that were there um, to, to her and, and to me. Um, it's just, it's a real welcoming, the, the, the festival, the whole Thixton's Soul Peculiar Festival is just such a welcoming place for writers and readers. Um, and I mean, particularly because of lockdown, we've almost that chance to kind of connect. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. I was speaking with Val McDermott, who said that, you know, we're doing a lot of these online chats, much like we're doing now, Ryan. And, you know, there's been a year of it for, for writers and just how much she wants to sit in front of an audience again and just hear that, you know, just hear the reactions of it and see the readers there. Is that the same for you? Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, writing is such a, it's such a kind of lonely personal experience um, and, and festivals are just a great way to, to, to see the book out there and to get a chance to talk to other readers. Um, I mean, ultimately writing is about communication. It's about making a connection between a writer and a reader um, and festivals like the, the Thiexton's Old Peculiar Festival just allow that connection in real life and in a much more kind of vivid and exciting way. Yeah. And we look forward to being able to be back there and do it all together very soon. Um, and remember, all of our long-listed books are available to buy from WH Smith. And if you've already read Brian's book and you know that you want it to be the winner, well, why not head over to HarrogateThixtonCrimeAward.com where you can cast your vote. Uh, what a pleasure, Brian. Nice to spend these 10 minutes with you. And I hope that the next time we see each other, it'll be on a lawn outside the old swan. Absolutely. The first one's on me. Thanks very much. I'll hold you to that. Cheers. <laughs>